Hello and welcome to episode 150 of no. Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. Um, it's a podcast where we figure out what we think about stuff. Um, my name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're just going to do like a quick-ish one before we have a bit of time off, just to do a little 2020 in review. A sort of like, what are we grateful for this year? Because there's plenty to not be grateful for. So let's just kind of figure out, you know, where there was progress. Yes, sorry, you're waiting for me to talk. I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having this conversation. Um, sorry, yes, gratitude. Sorry. Gratitude, yeah. yeah. Bit of gratitude. And um, how many things are you grateful for? Should we give them a number? Four. I'm grateful for four probably things. Four probably things. Yeah, yeah. probably four things. Yeah, so there we go. Probably. That's the teaser to the episode. <laughs> Um, right, let's play the music. <laughs> maybe I can like ring a sleigh bell on top of the music this oh, week. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, let me go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is very sleigh bell. Let's Christmas. not do that too much, though. <laughs> Is it going, Ivanka? It, it, it's going well. Yeah. I went for yeah. a swim in the sea this week. Yeah. It was a rather a cold swim type thing. I've got a little loop of me stretching ahead of my swim. Okay. Anyway, I went for a winter swim. I had neoprene gloves, neoprene feet, swimming hat, and then my bikini. <laughs> so I looked okay. really odd. But apparently this is very good for you. So Nick and I decided to go and do it. It was very nice. I uh, that was cool. I'm going to try and do it a bit more. Yeah. The so how cold is the water? Not that. Is it, I don't yeah. think it's that cold. I think it, here it's the sea still 16, 17 degrees, which frankly is the same temperature as the sea in Brighton in the August. So, right. it, but it does. Obviously, it feels very cold. You get in, you get tingly body. You have to keep mm. moving around a lot, and then you've got to get out okay. and wrap up really warm. Um, gave that a go. All right, well, a bit of winter swimming. A bit of in... winter swimming in the Adriatic. What my, yeah. I told my brother, and my brother went, did anyone see you? Because <laughs> you know the whole village will be discussing that. That's mad. That mad Herzegovinian <laughs> English woman and her English husband being mad. Uh, I have... Um, in an homage to 2020, uh, started had to restart my sourdough starter. Oh no! Crazy that sounds days. Bad. What happened? Well, I let it die when it was too Jesus. hot in the summer, and then I've just right. not been bothered. And then I asked somebody local. I was like, "There's a little Facebook group for sharing things out of your garden." And I asked if anyone got sourdough starter, and the lady that I know on it, she went, "I have never heard of that in my whole life." <laughs> So I said, uh, I said, uh, well, in about a month, I'll invite you over for bread and coffee. So she's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to that. She can take, um, she can take some goo with her. Yeah, I'll send her home with some goo. Have you seen Succession? No. 
there's a it's like there's this it's like the sort of billionaire family kind of thing and um they're, they're all like trying to um it's it's the the patriarch's birthday so they're all like buying they've got to buy this present so it's like one sort of like it's just like it doesn't matter what you get just make it cost like 35 grand and just that's all you know and give it to him and so this one guy like buys him this watch and he's like yeah whatever and then um the, the more thoughtful thoughtful son like presents his father with uh, like a sourdough starter and the dad's just like thank you for the goo <laughs> okay it's just like the least impressed you could possibly be uh, it's a wonderful show and um, you should watch that it's <laughs> another one it i'm recommending um anyway goo yeah. so, so you, goo, you're yeah, in a position goo. to gift some goo i am i will to an be eventually <laughs> Eventually, I will be in a position to give some goo. And, you know, I had a nice chat with the postman this morning. These are the things that happen in a, in a yeah. village life. Hashtag That's island good. life. We discussed the fact that he said that he said everyone's clearly freaked out. He said so we had a discussion about how lucky we are that we've got tangerines in the garden and it's mm. sunny and we can go for a walk, even though there's a pandemic. There you go. We got some tangerines this week with little leaves on them. That was nice. We have they might have been satsumas. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what the difference is. I should look it up because I have trees in the garden that claim to be some of those things, but I don't. I've got three trees and I, we have so many that we simply can't eat them fast enough. It's never happened to me in my life that I've mm. had so many tangerines. that I. My mm. dad once came home with a 10 kilo sack of tangerines and just went, there you go, kids, try and finish those. And we did. <laughs> Does your house kind of smell of bins? Does my house smell of bins? Well, I just noticed the last two days I have, I've come out of the bedroom. Like, I took the bin out on Wednesday and I just come out yesterday and it's like it smells of bins in the house. It never, you know, and it's like, how can that bin? And I'm just blaming it. I just can only assume it's the satsumas are particularly potent at making a bin smell. You can't imagine for a moment that I put vegetable waste in the bin luxury the compost heap on the other hand compost is heap. thriving stinks no it does not stink. as it should <laughs> anyway there you All go right. there's a couple of stories for you uh, uh okay, how are you michael all right i'm gonna say uh, yeah, I've had a bad week, but let's focus on the positives and say I'm grateful for my family this week and I am happy that it is time for time to wind up. Excited about doing putting this episode out and having a little break, two-week break, as we have planned. Everyone, imagine a warning of a random two-week break. Um <laughs> And I'll say, oh, yeah, I, I did. Um, I tried to, you know, you know, we announced that the video episodes were going to be YouTube uh, patron only. But I had a whole fight with YouTube this week where I was trying to I got this script that takes the audio, makes an image, overlays them, creates a video, uploads it to YouTube. that I always used to run each week uh, for the podcast. So that's something up on YouTube for those weirdos that want to listen to a podcast on YouTube can get the audio on YouTube and it's got a picture attached to it. You're not a weirdo. Um, <laughs> You're not a weirdo, you one listener. Um, and and, and I so that that script had gone out of commission because I I'd been actually making real video episodes and uploading them by hand instead. And then we decided, okay, I think like let's let's turn these th this extra work into profits. Um, <laughs> so, well, let's you know, it's, I'm putting a lot 
putting extra love into something and maybe it's something that will just tip one of you over the edge into giving us a dollar um just to get access to our faces i mean you wouldn't believe hands and hands expressions i saw i heard this um i heard this uh podcast the other day where it kept going huh what huh Oh, and never explained what the noises were about. I was like, is this just a way of getting people to subscribe to the video or something or other? So we should be like react to things that we never explain more. Oh, what is that? Ooh. What's that wow, on your face? That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, back to the audio podcast. <laughs> But yeah, so I had this whole fight because my script wouldn't log in anymore and it was going, oh, you haven't used your thing and it had cancelled my quota because I hadn't used it for three months or something. And then I finally got that working and I created this video that said, if you want the full video episodes, like it just added this little banner to the video, if you want the full episodes, then just come. And then I tried to upload that and I'm like scripting and then it's like marking them all spam, going, this is not in compliance with our community guidelines. It's not a copyright strike, but get out of here. I also noticed there's some um, content ID claims that we have to deal with um, about some of the music in the podcast. Oh. So via CD Baby, Michael Forrest has uh, apparently put in some copyright <laughs> claims. Yeah. What a cheeky... <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, it's nice that it's content IDing it, I suppose. I don't know if I get... I must get paid then if people watch the videos on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, I need to check my balance. But yeah, so... There's, you know, if you, so basically the upshot is I've sort of taken down some video episodes so you can see them through Patreon. All the video links on Patreon are now Patreon only. So um, that has been some admin, but hopefully, you know, guys, 2020, it's like, what's a dollar for this hour long podcast where you can see our beautiful faces? With our lovely teeth. So, uh, yeah, you can see what, like these teeth. Ugh. So 2020. So are we going to talk about Christmas 2020? What's the year, right? Yeah, it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. year. Remember when the worst thing that was happening was wildfires? Yeah. I mean, still kind of the worst thing that's happening in a way, because it's, well, between, I I don't know, like what's what's more irreversible, climate change or Brexit? I don't know. I don't know. There's a few things that are that that will. Uh, when Nick and I were talking about this, this is not not quite. In about three days, we will have been here for a whole year, right? Which we never planned on doing, and literally here for the whole year. We've been off island two or three times, right. and we've been to Bosnia and Herzegovina once. Uh, to mm. to give scale, that's like. Uh, I don't know, it's like 60 kilometres away. So it's not, um, you know, a big adventure of a scale that we're normally used to. So it's quite, you know, it's quite a a thing to reflect on Hmm. in the context of 2020. But, you know, a year ago, we were, were, you know, I was frantic, you know, I I still am. These things haven't gone away. Climate change Mm. is still a problem. Brexit is still a problem. You know, it's all these. But and now we have a pandemic 
end of the world yeah. scenario to play with as well. Woo-hoo. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yes. Um, so there's obviously some good things. Let's, let's, so if we focus on what we're happy about, like yeah. I'm just going to throw in he who shall not ever be given any further attention um, is at least that was only had a four year time limit that was ultimately looks like it's been, res- you know, respected and that idiot's going to be out. Um uh, I, I uh, did you see that leaked um, Zoom call with Joe Biden and the sort of like um, the various sort of like uh, no. community leaders on the intercept? I, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know how brilliant Joe Biden's going to be, but uh, I mean, anything's going to be better. I just he comes across as pretty like aggressive and perhaps lacking in imagination to me like just having seen sort of some behind the scenes stuff and I think you did need the aggression to defeat you know who was there before but I'm so worried that it's it's not going to play out brilliantly like I think there's still some sort of conservative thinking there but where was we do need like drastic change to sort of fix certain things the the I think there are plenty there there are this is not. This is a not him vote, if you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, rather yeah. than a. Um, and I think, but there are some. There are some other like the 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 choices he's making for his advisory boards and people yeah, he's putting yeah. in different roles are all looking very promising. There is, is at least diversity, which yes. should lead to some new ideas. So I think I my think, hope is always that he is listening to people around him and even even like he did his thing and then he went and now Kamala will just say everything that I was wrong about and correct me about all the things <laughs> I was wrong I was like okay okay this seems yeah. like a good attitude <laughs> yeah yeah and he's you know so he's got uh, I did see I, I did not see the leaked video that you mentioned but I did see an article about how somebody suggesting that his wife should drop her doctor title. Oh God, that was, and was like, nonsense. And right? it's like uh, a, so that's kind of, a, all of these are good conversations to be having in public, you know, in a weird way, mm-hmm. you know, like bringing, instead of it being about, you know, how gaslit is the first lady, yeah. um, we've now got conversations that, 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 that then have, there's a dialogue in public going, she's not Mrs. Joe Biden. She is mm-hmm. a person in her own Right, and yeah. it's uh, yeah, with their own achievements that, in many ways, more significant than his. <laughs> yeah, and the, the piece I saw on it was that, like, is the uh, what? So, if you're not an, a medical doctor, you're not allowed to be a PhD. But like, um, like actually, like it was the medical. There was PhDs before there were like Doctors, the medical yeah. doctor took it on. I yeah. saw that piece, and it was yeah, like yeah. you weren't even you're not you even weren't even doctor. using it no. first. Like, no. so it's, yeah, like. So, yeah. So there's all those kind of, you know, that's I'd much rather be having that sort of discourse happening in public than some nonsense made up. to fight with something completely made up with no... Do you know, we've been watching, Sharon's been watching Columbo. Oh, um, yeah. (laughs) There's the quaintest... I mean, it's a very... It's it's great, but it's a very sort of formulaic show where, like, it's pretty obvious who the murderer is straight away. And then Columbo just, like, trolls the guy for the entire episode (laughs) with these, oh, well, how do you explain this? And the guy's, like... Trying to in trying to explain away every bit of evidence is clearly guilty, like every time. But um, the 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 most quaint thing about it is that the episode will end on the little bit of evidence 
that proves that he was the murderer. Look, this, ah. Only a deaf person could have committed this murder because you just yelled when the big loud machine was on. And that's the end of the episode. And you're like, oh, how quaint that truth proving something <laughs> with evidence used to be a standard enough. You know, the idea, the idea that that would be just the end of it. There's nothing more to say about it now. Obviously, it just goes through court and he's convicted of murder. Uh, um, <laughs> I wonder how much, um, uh, I don't know, blame those shows where, you know, where they're all about the cleverness of the lawyers in the courtroom rather than about the guilt or no guilt. You know, mm. sort of like, aha, but we tricked you and we, I don't know. So I wonder how yeah. much that people think is a... Is a valid way to use the law. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Colombo, I'm grateful for. <laughs> I'm grateful that that you know the uh, America situation is hopefully turn a, turning around. And then I guess we could we could like personally. Yeah. I guess it's overall been. I can't believe I'm basically you know step one of becoming a super wealthy, successful person is don't have to work for a living. And I fit, it seems like I'm kind of there in this gross way, in this strange and convoluted way. I have sort of managed to nail my first phase of essentially passive income um, where things are just happening and it doesn't seem like I have to do anything but that I get money. And I'm like, okay, good. It's a good start. Let's uh, let's leverage this into becoming the next Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't want to be. I've got, it, I've yeah. got a, uh, a thing for you to investigate. Um, yeah, which is I thought of you this morning. I saw a tweet about some uh, doctor uh, overheard in a hospital. Um, I can track my sandwich across the bridge, but I can't uh, anticipate when this trauma patients coming in there's no way of tracking it so it's like then there's a whole conversation about where venture capital is going and what we're all spending our time what sort of apps we're spending our time making so you know maybe that's something to contemplate in the new year now that you're independently wealthy (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've made two apps that are horribly unknown still so i I sort of want to give them some attention but yeah like we'll see what happens i sort of want to start going more where the love takes me so you know I did uh, on the you did remind me there on the subject of apps that haven't taken off as much um, off the back of our last episode. I think uh, mm-hmm. one of one of our listeners, <laughs> one mm-hmm. of our long time listeners, sent me a link to a conversation, a podcast episode in on hidden minds or something about how stoics, stoic, stoics and gratitude, and yeah. um, they apparently. A general sense of gratitude is in- incredibly support. So forming the habit of gratitude is a habit that permeates all other habits. Yeah. Which is quite a nice uh, way of thinking about it. So, you know, rather than focusing on, you know, having a, wanting to form the habit of running, if you form the habit of gratitude and mm. get it going, it will affect your running and your eating healthy mm. and all the other goals that you've set yourself. So that's... Yeah. I thought you... definitely you, hear about... Yeah, you definitely hear about that in um, like t- tricks of successful leaders. Like, there's always there's always these little things. I like, think of five things you're grateful for each day. And I mean, I have to. I mean, 
Yeah, and then just seeing it as such a core thing of the Jewish practice, I thought oh, that's. I can see why that's effective. I d- like I didn't know that bit. What well, do you mean? I went because I yeah you know, I spent some time. You know, I, I was was it Passover? I think it was Passover. I was there with Sharon's family, and they did the they sort of break. It's sort of like an abridged version of it all, but there's prayers and the gist of it that I really liked was that like even if just this one thing, then it would have been enough. It would have been brilliant kind of thing. And then even if it were just this, even if he just rescued us from the pharaohs, even if he just, you know, oh, there's all I this see. kind of like stuff to it, that would have been enough. Even if he'd just given us this and that. And it's like piling on all these things that even if it had just been one of them, that would have been great, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so I really liked that sort of attitude. And if you're sort of like giving people that as a ritual, as a practice, then I think it does set you up for, you know, it seems, I don't, I don't want to say... Jewish people do seem to <laughs> be good at being successful in things. That's really, I don't know if that's just horribly racist, but, you know, may, I, I wonder if that's like part of it, just this um, practice of gratitude mm-hmm. there, just as part of a quasi-religious practice kind of thing. So it's not really like even about like belief. Christianity is all about like believing in something and having faith in stuff that makes no sense. And it just mm. seems like the Jewish practice was more around like here is a ritual and I, I like the gratitude attitude maybe that's just because I was just that's what I was looking at looking for but like yeah anyway yeah. I'm scared of talking about this yes yeah <laughs> yeah I, I understand that I'm scared of coming I'm like oh am I supposed no, to be correct you or not oh. but, oh, but in summary the gratitude attitude is what, what we like <laughs> yeah, so let's, good, let's go with that let's go with that yes. I like it I'm going to have a t-shirt with gratitude attitude attitude of gratitude <laughs> Gratitude is one of the few things that can get you through the days at the moment, you know, mm. or the year certainly. Yeah. And I, I suspect we're going to need a bit more of it next year as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, and that is, is, and it is distinct from like toxic positivity. This isn't like just be positive, even though things are horrible. It's yeah. just like you know, you're. It's up to you how you perceive the world. Just look, that, and there's always. It's tempting to focus on entirely on the threats, but you've got to like make some space in your brain to focus on the things that you do have mm. and the stability that you do have. Because often it just manifests itself in ways that like you automatically take for granted the stability and then freak out when that stability is undermined. Whereas we, we should have some gratitude for like what isn't constantly changing in terrifying ways. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, even though it's boring. Appreciate the boring yeah oh totally what are you grateful for this christmas 2020 michael forrest i'm i i'm um i'm grateful that quitting the gym didn't halt my uh, exercise regime and i'm still staying on top of it and pushing it so that's been nice because i was worried that was the main thing that i was sad about with lockdown because everything else is i mean i work in a big room on my own most of the time and just like go home and so it's like it's not like I was hugely disrupted by the pandemic beyond f- freaking out about how much enforcement they were going to do but yeah like the gym thing was just as I was like the week that I was like I'm going to go in every day for the first time and get my money's worth and do some classes and it's like no we're closing everything so um but I'm grateful that I managed to keep that going because my fear was that I would like 
fall off and get lazy. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, it was an 850 cal workout this morning. You know, so there you go. Pushing it every day. Um, do you want to do one? Um, yeah, I'm grateful for my family, the mm-hmm. immediate family that we actually all enjoy each other's company. Me, my husband, my daughter, my two dogs. <laughs> we have, we're quite a harmonious little unit. Um, it's uh, we have we have laughs. We make the effort to to do things together. It's nice. I enjoy I, like I enjoy I like hanging out with laughs. my family. We do have like a lot of laughs. laughs. And the the child is getting better and better at being the source of deliberate source of the laughs, which I've now stolen from your sister's comment. But yeah, they're sort of like it is it is delightful when your child starts making you laugh on purpose, not just because mm. they're being uh, doing think weird things because they don't know any better. Um, she's very good at voices, which I find antisocial. Okay. She mimics, you know, like she mimics her father's. Nottingham sort of uh, Nottingham stroke Derbyshire mm. when she's mocking him which is quite <laughs> fun and she's also so you know that I think that's a big thing and I that's my immediate family but I'm also very grateful for my that slightly you know that next round of immediate family being mother sister brother yeah. types so you know we they're, mm. they're useful <laughs> I'll have a go. I've, yeah. I'm grateful for all my, my all of my siblings have little babies and kids now running around, which I mean makes for a complicated Christmas present. <laughs> like logistically, it's complex. But um, I'm, uh, you know, there's my my little my younger sister had a little baby recently, like a few weeks ago. So who's doing well? And you know, there's another one coming from my other brother. And there's basically my DNA is assured. <sighs> There will be forests. There will be bloody forests. <laughs> so many forests and unrelated. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah. just. Um, I mean, I think 2020s made me appreciate them all, both for spending time with them and for not spending, you know, and for missing them. I think that's mm. the... I think that's the the thing, which is like because I was I was when we talked about doing like a Christmas twenty twenty episode. There's like you know in in my head I was going to do this like really witty analysis of the you know the nightmare that was, but actually when it comes down to it, there's only these you know family comes really to the fore. Like what yeah. helped keep you going, and what what do you wish wouldn't change, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then I think my. Um, that that friends is also an important thing. I think yeah. that was my that was my next thing I am grateful for because it's you know we've come we've spent this whole year here and all the people here apart from my um, my father's best friend for whom I am also grateful but they're not here the, all the time you know so mm. my my uh, the people we social socialize with most are an 80 year old and his 71 year old wife you know, it's like who are my parents <laughs> friends but um but most but then they've known me my whole life which is actually yeah. really nice <laughs> really relaxing because it's like you know yeah what you know it's a bit of a anything. yeah whatever <laughs> whatever <you know? laughs> And, uh, but you also don't have to but so even though we are meeting some very nice people who I'm enjoying getting to know that has been inhibited by a pandemic yeah. which has sort of highlighted how much I miss you know the friends I already have that mm-hmm. perhaps I don't want to get lost in the mists of time you know that I'd like to continue to be friends with 
So, yeah, friends. I'm and on, on that note, um, yeah, I'm sort of like the fact that, you know, video calling someone has become a bit more normalised and, like, yeah. um, I think it's helped certain friendships for me and, like, I'm seeing more of certain people than I would have because London's weird anyway. Like, you just... Yeah. I'm just... Um, I'm hoping, like, just not having been able to go out to a restaurant, really, or go and see people without feeling like, you know, I shouldn't be, um, will just make me much more likely to be motivated to go all the way down to Catford or wherever to see my sister and All the way to Catford. Slightly... Commit to like an eight. You might as well just be going to bloody Nottingham at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's cheaper. Like, obviously, to you know, to travel on a bloody train in the UK, it's going to be like sixty, seventy quid now. I think to go up to Nottingham, whereas at least it's like a fiver, or I can do it, you know, in London. But it's still just like, okay, that's my day if I go and see my sister. yeah, I'm hoping I'll feel like a lot more motivated to do that once we're, we're allowed again and make the most of it and appreciate everything more. Yeah. I think. Um, do you think this is um, good content? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. Hey, listener, what, what are you grateful for? Tell us in the comments or on Twitter. You know, there we go. Now it's content. Now is it content? Yeah, algorithm. Well, I think every, I think everyone's the same. I've been re- I've been what reading somebody's project online, which is, oh, I, I will put a link. Uh, so she's got a series of anonymous essays, which are in 2020. I have been mostly thinking about, and then it has various things, mm. and it it ranges from the really like <gasps> to the seemingly trivial, but each of the things is presented in in written in a you know very written well so they're nice essays to read nice they're good good reading material and I think I think it uh, for me it is interesting and it makes me think to think about what other other people are thinking about and what they're grateful for and all those things because you know I think I think a lot of what 2020 I mean yeah I mean a lot of what 2020 has done is highlighted the things that you do and don't have and yeah. that other people don't have. And like, you know, the sort of, you know, we talked about uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, we talked, you know, we we talked about how, oh, well, that at least this is a disease that, you know, that, that affects everyone can get sick. Yeah. And we talk about, but actually, you know, wealth still protects you even in a, yeah. which shouldn't come as a surprise, Same. but it's, and it's not a surprise, but you kind of had hope that it would create a bit more empathy. I did, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. It's like when I saw that a COVID test is like 100 quid, I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, that's how that works, isn't it? Yeah, um, like, yeah. But, yeah. There's just loads of things. I think what I would say, it's tempting to, like, want to just set fire to the ear and cancel it and just reset and just just pretend it never happened. But, like, it's... I I think it's you learn so much and you just it's like a bad relationship you you sort of wouldn't want to not have had it change it because <laughs> you learn a lot and you you know it changes you in ways and it like helps yeah. you not do it again or it helps you uh, yeah. you know i i would never i i hope nobody regrets i mean it's terrible what you know things that have happened but i i think if you approach if you think of it in terms of okay how can we move forward and with what we've learned this year, um, I think it becomes a net positive. 
like um yeah. and hopefully for the right people because usually like a catastrophe or a disaster like certain people find ways to capitalize on it i'm not looking at myself there i didn't do it on purpose <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, if we can like take the right thing out of it and use it as a catalyst for change, because when things aren't disrupted, people just kind of like have this illusion that nothing can ever go wrong and then, they, you know, nothing ever gets improved. So yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. that's why I, I hope think, for, for 2021. I think we've all been forced or, or those of us who actually have some power to change, to vote, to do things, to make different choices, have had an opportunity to explore that all of those changes may not be bad you know, mm. like, or that some of them are worth holding on to. Maybe it's highlighted to us a bit more viscerally how hard it is for other people. And yeah. that thinking about other people is actually quite a, you know, I mean, I'm, I've, I am, I feel enormously privileged in so many aspects of my life that I, I probably wasn't as conscious of. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. And the first step of privilege, I guess, is just to recognise that you've got Got it. it. Because it's kind of invisible to you when you've got it. I was was listening to this gratitude episode last night. I know we tried to wrap. But my um, one of the things he was talking about was like a lot of things it's hard to be grateful for in the moment. Like there's a sort of like, because he was talking about delayed gratification and being a child. And he's describing like how his father was pushed him to do loads of things and learn loads of things at a time. Like he had to go and do educational activities during his summer holidays and all this. I was like, mm, my dad made me do all these kind of things. And my, um, my parents were like that. And I did whinge a lot. And my dad was very, very good at going, I know that you want to do this now, but if you just hold on mm. just for a bit, like, you know, just a few years at university, then you've got your whole life to go out every night and you'll be able to yeah. afford to be able to do all these things. And it's like, uh, it sort of reminded me to make my daughter do things she doesn't thank me for in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> it's, there is a, it was like, yes, actually what you think is being a, not being not nice is actually, in in 20 years time those are the things she'll probably be going thanks for making me brush my teeth mummy thank you <laughs> thanks we hope that you're having a I can't see. The, oh, the camera is there. I keep putting it in front of the wrong camera. Um, I hope that you have a lovely holiday season. How, whatever you're celebrating, even if it's just that where you live, everyone just decides that's when the holidays are for the year. Even if it's not the one you celebrate, you can still enjoy the fact that everywhere's closed and you have to be at home. Yeah. Um, so happy holidays, happy seats, happy Christmas, for what it's worth. <laughs> Christmas is good. <laughs> Have you got your Christmas tree? Yeah, yeah, my Christmas tree's yeah. up. Up, we did it like the the that that last weekend of November, where it's going to be the because it's like, yeah. come on, we've got to make a big fuss this year about. Christmas. I think we did like the second last week of November. <laughs> we've got like a reusable one, so we're just like putting that one up now. Um, yeah. Hey, my uh, that my child did say that she because 
Nick made our Christmas tree at pallets, <laughs> and then oh, yeah. and then she went, "I I hate our Christmas tree. It's not a proper Christmas tree, <laughs> and I hate the one in Brighton even more." Which oh, is God. Like, so uh, so we. But she's got over that now. It's decorated now. She oh, loves our Christmas tree. Okay, like, I love it. So, I did go, go past like one of those Christmas tree places and smell the pine. I was like, "Ah, oh, we forgot to do the pine scent this year." <laughs> like, so as you plasticate the whole world, you forget. Oh, there was a richness of experience that we used to have when things were made of real stuff. Um, so yeah, it's a privilege, though, isn't it? Uh, All right. Pine um, scent. Yes. So, happy, Merry Christmas, and let's. Uh, we'll do a. And then, yes. Thanks for listening. And Thank you for Merry listening. Christmas. And if you like the podcast. Go to grandpodcast.com. You can subscribe. You can support us on Patreon for like no money, really, considering the sheer volume of content. It's help us celebrate episode 150 by supporting us on Patreon, seeing the videos of these episodes a day early. I'm hoping to keep that up. So the audio comes out on Tuesday. I want to try and get the video out on Monday now. Whoa. So you can early access video episodes is the idea. But please don't kill me if I <laughs> fail. <laughs> but I have no excuse like it's because like, I set up the Tuesday release because of like I might have work and like it would yeah, be hard yeah, to yeah. fit it in but now it's like I'm kind of in control you've so got I no excuse just, like, now you've just got passive income rolling in exactly and I, <laughs> um, a very a very low level passive income yeah, I couldn't pay yeah. myself last month just like I'm not like rolling yeah, yeah. in money or anything it's just like I, 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 I'm not terrified like <laughs> being yeah, destitute don't investigate if I working for apps. a month Yes, Buy go and look at my, my apps. Yeah. And uh, add my music to your Spotify playlists. Where can people find you on the uh, People can find me, Hattie Banker, on Twitter. At the moment, the, the daughter of he who should not be named is getting so much abuse, it's really hard <laughs> for me to filter out. Oh, no. So if you actually want to talk to me, uh, you might have to go hello at grandpodcast.com. Whoa. Mm. And I'll definitely... You know, that is definitely uncluttered by spam intentions. Yes, exactly. High profile people uh, with a different surname, but the same first name. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's a good place to find me. And uh, that's it. Look forward to look okay. forward to more, more episodes in the new year. All right. And we'll see you next year. Happy Bye. Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye. Bye. Bye.